Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode may contain content not suitable for some audiences, including crimes against children, mentions of suicide, descriptions of a graphic nature, and adult language at times. Listener discretion is advised. On the 13th of March 2002, something mysterious was found in Exmoor. It had been a chilly, windy Wednesday morning when a park ranger began his rounds of the Moorland National Park before he came across a pile of bin bags that appeared to have been thrown close to the road. This wasn't unusual, however. People would fairly often dump rubbish and sometimes animal remains along this stretch of road. The ranger got to his job of clearing up the bags and assumed they were remains of some kind of pet. After completing his rounds, he proceeded to the Devon and Somerset Staghounds kennels, where the bones would be safely incinerated. But as the bags were opened and searched, a worrying discovery was made. These were the severely decomposed remains of a human body. Analysis was carried out on the remains to try and recover any evidence that remained. They found that the body had been wrapped in a single duvet cover and a single green bedsheet before being placed in the plastic bags. They also discovered underwear, Adidas shorts, 
and a gold necklace with a verse from the Quran engraved into it, as well as a white pillowcase and a stereo wire. But other than those items, the police had very little to go on. They began the painstaking process of trying to piece the clues together and find out who this man or woman was and who was their suspected murderer. This proved to be harder than anyone could have imagined and would end up leaving them with more questions than answers. Detective Chief Inspector Barry Douglas took the lead in the investigation and revealed at a press interview that the body had been identified as that belonging to a man aged between 20 and 30 years old, roughly 5 foot 9 inches, who had dark hair. They also released the fact that despite the man having been found in March 2002, they believed he had been murdered in either 1999 or the year 2000. The police were quick to ask the public for assistance in the case and appealed for any witnesses to come forward. They particularly appealed to horse riders or people who walk the area and urged people to think back to the months prior to ask themselves if they had seen anything of relevance or spotted any person or people acting strangely. But, to this day, the identity of this man remains unknown. This has made an already difficult investigation near impossible. The police looked through 2,366 missing persons on the national and international databases and were able to discount 2,357 of them. The remaining nine people were looked into, but no solid leads came from them. But forensics were able to link the white pillowcase to a linen hire service that provides linen to hotels all over the southwest of England. They also theorised that the stereo wires may have been used to tie the man up. They have a full DNA profile of the man and were able to discover that the necklace had been made in Pakistan. The verse engraved onto it is known as one of the most important verses of the Quran. It references Allah being Almighty, and this verse is sometimes used to ward off evil spirits. Forensics were also able to determine that the man's body had been stored somewhere else, potentially in a fridge or freezer, for the years after his death and before he was dumped in the moors. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Based on isotopic testing carried out on the remains, an assumption could be made that the man may have lived in the local area for a few years prior, even up to ten years before his murder. This pretty much rules out the theory that he was murdered out of the country, which was an initial theory. The following is a list of potential theories about who this man was. The man may have been an illegal refugee working in the Exmoor area. Maybe he even worked in the hospitality industry and had access to those linens himself. If a business knowingly hires illegal workers, they would be unlikely to report such a person as missing. Maybe he was a shy man who enjoyed a solitary life, so when he went missing, people just assumed he had moved on. Or could he have been involved in some form of illegal activities in the area, potentially a member of a gang, which, again, would have been the reason for him not being reported as missing. Now on to the theories about what happened to him. Could the man have gotten himself into a fight with somebody at his workplace, which may have escalated to murder? Then his body was hidden in some sort of fridge or freezer and later moved and dumped onto the moor? Could he have been killed by a random attacker or in some sort of dispute and again stored somewhere? Some have theorised that maybe he was even killed by his own family, potentially having something to do with their religious beliefs. This is by no means painting the Muslim faith as violent, but there have been instances of honour killings happening to family members, so it is something that makes sense to address. As for theories of where the man came from, there is the possibility of him being a refugee. The Exmoor area does have direct coastal access where refugee boats have been reported to have arrived. While this is not a certainty, it would explain why he was never reported missing. But let's say he was an Englishman who was born in the country or had been living in the area for a decent length of time, like the police believe. Why has he not been reported missing? 
Surely he had friends who noticed his absence. This is one of the many mysteries in this case that makes it so hard to wrap your head around. Another thing to discuss is the necklace. There is the chance that it was not actually the man's in the first place, and it could have potentially been left with him by the killer or killers, possibly because they felt guilty about what had happened. The necklace points away from the theory of the murder being a robbery gone wrong, as they wouldn't have left such valuable gold still on the man, surely. Or maybe it was simply left to throw the police off. Who knows? From the beginning, the police believed that, while it may be tricky, they would find out who this man was. Quote, There are a lot more forensic tests which need to take place, and these will take days and weeks rather than hours. Our main priority now is to find out who he is and how he died. We are also trying to establish exactly how long the remains have been lying on that part of Exmoor, said Detective Chief Inspector Barry Douglas in March of 2002. In May of that same year, a reconstruction was released of what the man may have looked like based on his skull. The police hoped that this would prompt someone to come forward who may have recognised the man. Quote, We do feel that someone must know who he is. Somebody can't just die and be disposed of and have no family or friends that don't know he is missing, said Barry Douglas. Sadly, no one ever came forward. And as of this recording, Exmoor's mysterious body in a bag remains a mystery. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of True Crime Britain. For sources and photos relating to today's case, or to find out how you can access things like ad-free and bonus episodes, you can visit www.truecrimebritain.com where you'll find more information. Great Britain a kingdom that unites all four nations, England, Ireland, Scotland, and of course, my homeland, Wales. With a population of almost 70 million people, a rich cultural history, more than 1,200 years of constitutional monarchy, and arguably the nicest cup of tea in the world, it's easy to see what makes Britain so great. As the gateway to Europe, it draws more than 40 million visitors a year from across the globe, each one hoping to experience what makes Britain so unique. 
But behind the pomp and the circumstance and the football greats, Britain has seen serious crime increase year after year, with incidents becoming even darker and more sinister. When a Metropolitan Police officer arrested a 33-year-old female for breaching COVID-19 regulations, he wasn't acting in the public's best interest, but as a predator hunting for prey. A 24-year-old man collides with a tree in the Welsh Valleys in the dark of night and is witnessed walking away from the vehicle, alive. After that, he mysteriously vanishes. When an innocent toddler is taken from his mother's side in a shopping mall and the horror of his final moments are revealed. Think serious crime doesn't happen where you are? Think again. True Crime Britain features some of the most disturbing, heartbreaking and mysterious crimes committed in the United Kingdom. Crimes that have shocked and shaped us as a nation and beyond. Crimes where we may not always recall the specifics, but we will always remember the victims. And along the way, you'll learn about Great Britain itself, the towns and boroughs that make up its vast landscape, as we look inside the mind of predators, their prey and their hunting grounds. New episodes are released every Wednesday. You can subscribe now so you never miss an episode by simply searching for True Crime Britain on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Or just visit www.truecrimebritain.com And remember, wherever you are, please stay safe. 